Indian Warriors. It's the Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your hosts, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Foray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast, where we talk everything motorsports marketing related, the ins and the outs, the do's and the don'ts, the turning lefts, going straights, the rumors and the gossips. We are here to entertain you in the world of motorsports. So Cameron Frey and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for rating, review, subscribe, telling 10 of your closest friends, and let's get into this week's episode. What's up, West Coke Cam? West Coke Cam. Wow. West Coast oh, I, Cam to you. Thank you very much. But hello, Don. Oh, oh wait a minute. Hold on. We'll try. We'll just here, let's see if uh, this is probably better for you. This is probably better. Oh, What's up, Top Fuel Cam? How about that? It's only been two years. Finally stepping on the gas pedal, and he decided to come back to the podcast. I guess he's an actual race car driver now. What's I, up, dude? I, What's up? I had to have some sort of reason to be back on the show, so I wasn't going to get back on here until I stepped on the gas again, <laughs> even though I did drive Worsham's car a couple times. But, you know, now we're back in the saddle. And, you know, even Don even gave me a hashtag the other day that said Cam drove top fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Did you that, like that? That was fucking funny. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. I mean, we had people, they were sending in their resumes and their soundbite clips because they said they were actual race car drivers and they could fill in for you yeah. until you actually got to step on the pedal. I'm a race car driver anymore since I'm just a pit bitch for my wife now and I, a part-time race car driver. Yeah. We'll I guess. Uh, you know, <clears throat> the empty the, the Volkswagen cool pit vehicle of the weekend award. That was pretty cool for your ride. Hell yeah, man. No, it was a really, really cool weekend to debut and everything, aside from a few things that were a little bit beyond our control when it comes we'll to We'll talk about that. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. We're gonna talk about that later. Let's let's not let's not throw the dumpster fire completely lit and shove it over into the creek. But yeah, but other than back. other than that, it was great. <laughs> and we are back in more ways than one. We are back on the racetrack, even though Don's already raced like 35 races in his season's over. We're back. I'm back. And Racers and Rental Cars is back. And I want to say a big thank you to a ton of people that actually have been seen me at the races or called me or Facebooked me or DM'd me, slid into my DMs and said, Hey, is Racers and Rental Cars ever going to come back? Or what? Like, so that actually goes to show me that there's more than like four people that listen to this. So thank you guys very much. Um, it's been a little bit of a hiatus. We've had a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, as you know, with Don, myself, all kinds of stuff. But yeah, I mean, in the meantime, I did do a little bit of racing and I do have to give, I forget his name and I feel like a total jerk face, but this guy came up to me when I was driving a funny car, the Matthews Motorsports Nostalgia Funny Car in Sacramento a few weeks ago. And he's like, I got to talk to you. And I'm like, oh boy. He's like, you're going to know where this is going when, when like, he's like pointing me out. Like he was totally kidding though, but he's like, he like holds up his hands and his hat and all this stuff. And like, he's like, I'm that guy. And I'm like, what? He goes, I'm that guy you talk about. I'm like, on what? And he's like, on your podcast. I'm like, oh shit, you listen. Cool. Right on. And he's the guy that like has like all the, the, the like chains, like bracelets and like all this stuff. He's like. I wear all this shit and blah, blah, blah. He was just giving me crap because he's like, you're making fun of me on the show and blah, blah, blah. And like, but he was just, as he's like, I'm your guy. I'm like, oh man, right on. Well, thanks for listening to the show, man. Don't lock me in the outhouse. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, yeah. It, it has been, it has been a, uh, it's been a, it seems like it's been half of a year is what it seems like, but we've only been off since the end of June, beginning of July. Our last guest was Will Smith at Norwalk. In West Philadelphia. Oh, sorry. Right, exactly. And that kind of started a uh, a spin spiral, if you will, um, for for everybody involved. We, uh, You were going through what you were going through out there. You were in summer school. You were teaching, still hoping and praying that we could get the Peyton family across the border 
to be able to go run top fuel, which has now been announced and everybody has, has heard and seen the shares and the photos and, and whatnot and your weekend at Bristol. And we'll talk about that a little later on, but I mean, we, we just had, I hate to say it cause you know, we talk about life, right? We talk about that all the time with our guests that come on that, you know, we try to, we try to keep a balance of what we have going on in life versus what we have going on to be able to go to a racetrack, travel, race, compete, and uh, rinse and repeat, if you will. <laughs> and it uh, and and it just got, um, man, it just really got out of control there from the end of June, beginning of July, uh, up until a few weeks ago, and uh, finally, you know, started to have some sort of resemblance of normalcy in both of our lives to, uh, to be able to manage. And, uh, I mean, I wholeheartedly, uh, miss having the show, miss doing the show, uh, 110% missed it because, uh, for me, it's a little bit of, uh, little bit of therapy and then we also i get to talk about stuff that i'm passionate about that i work on all week long every day for a job and so uh, i missed that i i did and you know i'm just like you it was nice to get messages here and there and and get people that would say hey are you done like you know are you guys going to do a different show is cam retiring you know what's going on over there you know and uh and so, uh, yeah, no, but it is, it is good to be back. I'm, I'm grateful for everybody who's uh, hung in there with us and not thrown us under the butt, boat or bus. bus. Cam's on the boat a lot out there on the West Coast on the river, but nonetheless. But, yeah, so uh, I'm glad. I'm happy. Our season is over for me. Yours is just getting wound up. <laughs> you're you're going to do like four in a row here, so that's cool for, for you and the MP crew and your wife uh, and your super comp program, but yeah, it's nice. We got trade shows coming up. It's, you know, we're way late in anything that we're, that we're doing to talk about as far as sponsorships, marketing stuff, but we got a lot of stuff that we can talk about that, uh, a lot of drama. Wise, oh, a lot of drama, a lot of drama, a lot of things that, uh, a lot of contradicting, uh, points of view, uh, out there in, in the motorsports world of some things going on. But uh, again, we're uh, glad to be back, uh, and uh, we'll uh, see if we can't roll through a show here with some sort of resemblance of entertainment. Hey, man, and, I'm, uh, just glad that I'm, a, I'm just glad that I'm a two-time, two-time double O shit show recipient. <laughs> well, let's just go ahead and jump right off into that. Uh, I would love to tell all of our fans that are listener, all our listeners, uh, that this week's show is brought to you by racers and rental cars, clothing and apparel store online. <laughs> go buy a t-shirt. It's the winter time for a lot of people. Get some hoodies, grab some apparel, help sponsor the show because we took a hiatus. We, uh, released, if you will, stopped all of our, uh, partnership contracts and uh, had, to, had to do that, needed to do that, to be fair. And so we haven't uh, started back up yet. So do us a favor. Go buy a T-shirt or a hoodie and uh, take a picture. It's getting ready to be the holidays. You're going to hang out with your loved ones, uh, trade shows, so forth. SEMA PRI coming up. Do us a favor. Wear a racers and rental cars item and uh, buy your loved one or significant other egg racers and rental cars apparel, if you will. Angie wouldn't buy another racers and rental cars hat or shirt. So I had to buy another dragster. See how that worked out. So now I really need you guys to buy some more so I can pay for the damn thing. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's jump in here and let's, uh, we'll talk about the most dramatic thing for anybody that's involved on the show right now. Most recently dramatic thing. And that's going to be you cam. And, uh, you always got to be me. Always got to be you, dude. My, my drama is, is like horrific and tragic. Yours is yours is the you got to be funny. kidding me, really. <laughs> so, uh, so let me set this up as no uh, somebody take... on the outside. Yeah, let, no, let me set this just up. Just remember, Don. No one could take a fucking like I can and keep on walking. Okay, that's oh, just oh my insane. god, man. I forgot. I don't have the beep button over here. This <sighs> anyway. Uh, there goes our PG 13 rating on iTunes anyway. Uh, so, so Cam debuts at Bristol a couple weeks ago and in 
fine fashion. Let, let me set this up. Cam is driving for the Peyton family, uh, which did not know until uh, Q1 that you had Mr. Stewart over there. I saw, I saw him with a, with a shirt on. Yep. Stewie was over there. And uh, you, uh, you guys came up, had a great pit vehicle, had cars looked good, crew looked good, everybody was clean, burnout went perfect, backed up, and proceeded to blast down the Bristol dragway as the first car, and it was unreal as I was screaming at my TV as you rocketed down through there because it I was like that's got to be a career best lap it's going to light up 380 something it was I mean you could tell it was moving and I was sitting there waiting patiently dramatically anxiety ridden and nothing came up on the screen (laughs) And there was an eerie silence over NHRA.TV as Reinhardt was silenced. And so for Reinhardt to be silenced, you knew there had to be something going on. And at that moment, the internet, social media exploded as Cameron Foray did not record a pass at lapse time on his first lap down the racetrack in a fully funded operation for that weekend. And you must have said what when you got out of the car at the end of the racetrack? There wasn't much to say because literally I was like so psyched in my helmet and I'm like, hell yeah. Like I knew it was run. Like I knew I was on a pass. That sucker carried the wheels for a hot minute and it was going and it didn't stop pulling. And I hit the chutes and I'm like, kind of like psyching myself up and I'm like loosen my belt so I can see around the corner. And I'm like, somebody's going to talk to me. Somebody's going to talk to me. They're actually going to tell me to go to the left instead of the right for the first. Finally. Yeah. And then no, they just pointed me over off to the right. And I'm like, what the hell? Like literally that was like, it had to be a career best. If not close, pretty damn close to it. Like you mean, you tell me like, you're not going to talk to me. I bring in a brand new sponsor, like all this stuff. And you're not going to talk to me. And I'm just like, ah. yeah. And then I get out of the car and I'm like all psyched. And I'm like, Tim White comes over to me. He's like, hey, Cameron, how are you? Congratulations on the new gig. Like, great to see you, blah, blah, blah. And like kind of all the small talks and stuff. I'm like, hey, yeah, you know, thank, you know, good to see you too. I'm happy to be back, blah, blah, blah. And worked really hard to make this happen and this and that. And since I'm taking my helmet off, I'm like, do you happen to know what it ran, by the way? And he was like, and I'm like, did you, did you hear what it read? Like, like asked him again, like, and he goes, yeah, you don't want to know. And I'm like, why did it throw the rods out? I like, I literally, I asked him that I like looked back at the car and it's like spotless. I'm like, clearly we didn't like get DQ'd for something. Like what, what's going on here? What, what? And he's like, yeah, uh, you didn't get a time. And I'm like, huh? He goes, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the the clocks didn't work again. And I'm like, are you effing kidding me? Like, I'm like, "Mm, well, that explains why nobody wanted to fucking talk to me because they didn't want me to go MF every Tom, Dick and Harry in the pits on the way back on national television. And I'm like, okay, so it's all I'm, I'm all starting to figure this out now. And yeah, so that was it. That was my debut. It went from literally like straight hero status to zero to literally scraping my face in the mud per usual. And uh, yeah, it sucked, but I will say I do consider it my career best because the race pack, you know, that whole company I used to work for, for like, right. Many, 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 many moons. Um, According to that, um, I was on a three eighty with a one at three seventeen. So, I'm willing to bet it was trucking and yeah. So I'm going to, I just, I'm going with a 380 with a one. So, which is, which is a career best by almost a 10th. So right. um, (laughs) yeah. So it was uh, interesting to say the least. Like I said, I did get a me and Cruz both lost out on runs and somebody else. And what sucked is like, we were the first pair and they were having problems and 
they kept like, I sat in the car for a while. They were trying to fix it, trying to fix it, trying to fix it. And it just wasn't working. And then, Oh, they put a bracket tree up there for a five tenths tree and have a guy go up and down on a scooter a couple of times and said, Oh, it worked. And then all of a sudden, you know, yep. we fired up and yep. it doesn't work. Shocker. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I mean, at least I got to be a two time recipient of the double O shit show, um, Instagram posting. Um, so that's, that was a success for the, for the weekend. Um, yeah, they did sell a lot of NHRA timing system <laughs> t-shirts. I did. I was told that they did sell a lot of t-shirts. So that list, um, is pretty long right now in the 2021 season yeah. of individuals that have had, had the, uh, privilege and distinguished honor of having a non-productive fight with the NHRA timing system uh, at NHRA yeah. facilities across the country. So um, I would like to tell you that we've got, you know, they've got it figured out and they're, they're going to get it fixed. And I will tell you that uh, I don't think that's the case. I think <laughs> you're going to hear more. I think you're going to hear a lot more coming out in the very near future uh, between now and Pomona of of other issues that are going on behind the scenes but we'll have to we'll just have to wait and see what happens oh, fine, with that. Don, way, I, to, way to way to be that guy well it's, it, it, that's a Maybe teaser tune right in there. for next week that'll yeah, just probably yeah i think we'll probably actually be able to talk about it next week but uh it is definitely uh <laughs> definitely a bad a bad thing right i i look at it it's tough right i mean because I know a lot of the track managers and so forth, and they put in an absorbent amount of time and effort, right? It's not for the lack of effort, but at the same time, you've got components and it's electrical and you, I mean, golly, I mean, you know, something can go wrong, right? I mean, how many things fail on an airplane? I mean, again, it does, things are going to go wrong. You just hate when it becomes a trend. Uh, and that's what, when, when we're in the racing business, we're in the entertainment business, and the whole deal is to have a safe, consistent facility for us to race at, uh, provide us a timing system, so forth. And it, it just, I mean, it's tough. I feel, I mean, I feel for NHRA. I mean, you no, can, I, I mean. All, and like, you're right. All joking aside, like, I, I mean, yeah, it, it happened to me. Of course it happened to me. Um, but I just, I had just have to laugh. I mean, it is what it is. Like I'm, I don't, I wasn't MF and NHRA. I wasn't, it's whatever. I mean, shit happens. And unfortunately it happened to me. It also happened to Cruz. I mean, I, I mean, they do their best. They're not trying to do these type of things. And I mean, it's just, yeah, you know, unfortunately it was, it was a, it was a unfortunate situation, but at the end of the day, we had a great run. It was a, great debut i mean yeah it would have been great to have that time slip so i could give it to mp and and all that stuff but right. we'll get it we'll get another one the car the car is running really good and um you know we tried to run 78 uh against steve first round that's the only thing that i will say that i was bummed out about um not that i had to race steve but <laughs> um the fact the fact that they put me after that run i had because there was no time right so they didn't know what to do I ended up last qualifier. And then the the next session, I was first pair again and it had rained for like eight hours. We smoked the tires. Like it's just the track conditions were yeah. bad. So I ended up last qualifier when I really probably should have ended up, I don't know, seventh or eighth, which it had a different matchup and yep. had a different matchup. And I think, I think if I did it, I was looking at it and I think I would have ended up racing Brittany. And unfortunately she blew up first round. So had it yep. things yep. been different, like it would have had a way different outcome. You know, I mean, sure, I smoked the tires at like 300 feet uh, against Steve. I've been Steve, but yeah, yeah, it left good. But I could have had the opportunity to pedal it if I didn't see it. You know what I mean? Like right. there's, yeah. but again, I'm not saying oh, why would have been you know, oh, poor me. No, like no. it's just I'm just saying like there's there's other could have should have would have. Yeah, of course, and I mean. Steve had a great run. I mean, we were trying to run. Stewie said, Hey, we're going to run anywhere from 78 to, to 81. And 
you know, Something if it happens, if it, it happens. Yeah. And if he smokes the tires or whatever, I mean, obviously we're not going to go 360. Like they're all right. those cars are on fire. Like, and that's fine, but you got, you, you run your own race and if something happens, great, you know, and if you win, yep. awesome. If you don't, you know, more power to them, you know? And so, <clears throat> but the thing, the early numbers, it should have went 78, like it was moving. And then it just, the track, a lot of people don't realize that Bristol is, there's a lot of stuff that goes on with that track, with the tunnels and stuff that go under it. And like, there's a lot of bumps and this and that. And so it just, it hit one of them bumps and, you know, it, it cut loose, you know, but I mean, the early numbers, it, it would have went all of 78, you know? So, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens in Vegas and going to give it my, give it my all, you know, this, this is, this is hopefully one of my, one of my better shots at, at standing to go a round or two. And I'm going to do my best to do that. So. Well, let's, let's just, Wish you the best of luck on that aspect from the driving standpoint for the car and the racetrack facility. And uh, you just go ahead and make sure you hit that practice tree back there a few times. Hey, bro, take uh, it easy. Just, just, just saying, just saying. Yeah. Ah, uh, but no, absolutely. You, you are right about Bristol being a tough racetrack. Um, you know, I, I thought it was, I think for me, I thought it was great as a racer who has changed lanes at Bristol before going over a tunnel bouncing in a top sportsman car. Uh, so I've changed lanes there before and I, it's great to hear the pro guys talk about, you know, what it does to them. And it's nice that, you know, cause I mean, sometimes, you know, uh, uh, the Lucas oil guys that were out there and we're not as fast or so forth. We, uh, we kind of get the, kind of the shunning, if you will, when we're talking about the racetrack surface or what we feel or so forth. It's nice when you hear the the pros and they're out there. I mean, it was really nice to hear Alexis talk about it. J.R. Todd, uh, the motorcycle, you know, racers that were talking about it for motorcycle. I talked to Clay about it for a while too. You know, he said that his car, every time you hit the bump, the thing would carry the wheels so bad he couldn't, he couldn't even steer it. Yep. So it's a, but it is because of the facility, because of the way it's laid out, built into the side of the mountain. Um, it, it has its challenges. It's got some character to it. it. There's no doubt about that. It's got some character. Um, and it's not for the faint at heart. You, you're not, you're definitely not riding at Bristol. You're, you're driving. You better have hands on the wheels and, and, and be, and be ready for it. So, uh, but no, that was, it was, uh, an interesting event. It was nice to, uh, see you back on track. Uh, it was great to see Alexis uh, yes. with her outcome. Major Very congrats so. to them. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. And uh, JR Todd just going ransack through the funny car deal there. So uh, I, I, that's, uh, that's pretty awesome for him to jump back up and actually be in the points hunt now. Uh, and, and he just, they did, they ran through everybody that they needed to uh, up to that point. So, uh, but no, it was great. Um, I guess, well, transition, we're going to go backwards. We're going to go back in time. We'll get the uh, – what was that? Wayne's World. We'll get the Wayne's World back in time sound machine going. And we got we to gotta catch people up on some things that we talked about a lot in the last two years on our podcast and have significantly changed and have turned out to be pretty stellar. So hey, we're going we're gonna to jump into the one that I think we probably took a little bit of the most heat about. And, uh, hey, we got we to give the guy his own shout-out. But uh, shout-out to Bubba Wallace getting a, a NASCAR win for Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan, uh, 23-11 racing. He, he got that win. Uh, him and Freddie Kraft, uh, if you listen to the Door Bumper Clear guys. So, uh, you know, we – Bubba took a lot of heat. We had some conversations about Bubba on the show, uh, marketing wise and sponsors and so forth. Uh, but he, uh, he got a win. It, 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 it don't matter that it, it was raining when he was leading, but he got a win. Who cares? He uh, won. Had a very tough racetrack. That's right. They don't, they didn't ask it. The, they didn't ask it the bank. They didn't. Michael Jordan's banker didn't say, uh, Hey, did the, did he complete the whole race or was it? Three quarters of a race? What was it? Is this is all this money? Is it all good, or do we only get like three quarters of it? No, 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 no. You get it all. You get it all. So, uh, big shout out to to twenty three eleven Michael Jordan being a North Carolina guy. Uh, that's a big deal. Like like to see that. That was way cool. Uh, was happy for uh, Freddie Kraft. 
and and those guys at 2311. And uh, then I got, you know, we're going to talk about this one for the next few weeks, but man, one year ago this week, Kyle Larson was reinstated. <laughs> Guess what yeah. Kyle Larson's going to be probably here in about another three weeks. Do NASCAR tell. champion. NASCAR champion. Could you imagine? So, How cool would that be? Hey, look. You want to know? You want to know who looks like a genius right now? Yes. Rick Hendrick. Rick yep. Hendrick looks like a genius. His entire executive team—they look like geniuses. And it has been Hendrick Motorsports and a little bit of sprinkling, if you will, of other companies that have been on Larson's car on the five car. Uh, but he is Rick Hendrick. Has it? You know, you can tell. That's a that's an in-house funded deal, and Kyle is just flawlessly. I mean, like it's not difficult. I think I think he works harder when he goes and gets in a dirt car. Uh, I mean, he just it looks like he just drives through people. Um, but no, so I'm hoping knock on some wood around here. I'm hoping in the next few weeks we're going to be talking about Kyle Larson going from zero to champion. In just a little over eighteen months, that's pretty so, cool. Uh, that's 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 really cool. Young money is uh, going to be in big demand, big demand. Uh, how about uh, can we talk? Can we talk about one of your one of your uh, cohorts? Uh, sure. Who? I mean, let let's let's talk about let's talk about Tony Stewart starting up. Oh yeah, his own fuel program. No, that's cool. Congrats to them. I mean, congrats I, to Leah. Congrats to Matt, Tony. I mean, come on in. The water's fine. I mean, I, I hope I hope it helps the NHRA. I think their NHRA is kind of putting a lot of eggs in their basket, I believe, um, which I don't necessarily know if that's a good thing or a bad thing quite yet. But, I mean, obviously, having Tony Stewart owning teams within the NHRA is, is great. I just hope that doesn't become their sole focus, you know, coming as a, as a driver, um, in those, you know, paddock or whatever, and the same thing. Like, I mean, there's still a lot of great stories out there aside from them, but I mean, give their day in the sun. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think it's great. Um, but don't forget about the Clay Millikens, the Tim Olkerson's, the Cameron Ferrays, the, you know, Trip Tatum's, you know, all these other people out there, Josh Hart, you know, there's, there's other people, you know, so, but other than that, I think it's great. I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing by any means at all. So, well, well, I'm, I'm in agreement uh, from the standpoint that it is awesome. All right. I mean, come on now. You, I, I look at, I look at Tony Stewart. That is, that is a motorsports icon. He's not, you know, I had a small conversation with somebody and they were like, well, you know, he's NASCAR. And I went, whoa. No, he's not no. just NASCAR. He does all I mean, kinds of stuff. And no. I mean, how could it be bad? I mean, it's not going to be bad. I mean, I think it's going to be great. And I hopefully he'll be able to bring some of his sponsorships from other things into NHRA, which would be awesome. So, well, and that's so that was one of the things that I was kind of clamoring for right from the business marketing side i was clamoring to see where the umbrella was going to come from was it going to come from stuart haas racing which is a ford organization or was it going to come from tsr and that's when when they made the announcement that it was tony stewart racing i went now we're getting interesting this is going to be interesting. It was very interesting to see that the announcement was not made for what the manufacturer was going to be or some of the branding that was going to go along with it. But at the same time, we brought Matt Hagen and we brought Leah, who have been huge proponents in the Mopar world. Okay. Huge. So... um I'm curious for that announcement. I think it, it would be a safe bet to say that it's going to be a Mopar organization, um, you know, because obviously you still got Leah with the factory stock showdown, but that's up in the air now. I, I wonder about that from the DSR side of the house, which seems to be, that was kind of the, um, let's call that the shadow in the room. 
what do we have going on at DSR for marketing and motorsports teams? Not much. Did we did we just go from the Taj Mahal to an indoor sports athletic facility? (laughs) I mean, by the looks, I mean from the outside, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they they did kind of spin it. Interestingly, I thought in the, you know, we're, we're transitioning over into, you know, the precision manufacturing side of things. And, you know, that's all fine. I mean, Hey, Don, I'm available. If you need a guy, give me a holler. I'm sure Mike Lewis has my phone number. If not, I know people that have it that, you know, so give me a holler if you need a driver. So, um, yeah, with them going from like a bazillion teams. wait, 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 wait. Oh wait, hold on. What are you gonna drive? We we and Antron Brown's gone. Oh, that's what I'm Lee saying. I'm so, they probably got a few things. Hagen's gone. Yeah, I I don't know. Is, I, is I, Ron I, is Ron gone? I've mm. I, I um uh, I have heard I heard through some string and styrofoam cups that Tony Schumacher might very well be the only in-house driver at dsr when 2022 starts i did hear that as well but i don't know all the the gory details so like i said it's just all been kind of hearsay and rumor sake and things you read so but yeah it'll be interesting to see what time or what happens when the cookie crumbles uh say maybe december ish i'm guessing um but yeah if if tony's the only one out there i mean cool congratulations to tony for coming back i mean that's cool good for him um, it's always great to have more drivers and, um, but you know, it is kind of interesting that the sponsor that they're, ha- that they do have, it's great that the, that that family decided to put up some money for him to go race. I mean, congratulations to them, but it's not, I, it's not like a huge brand. I don't know if it's just a one-year deal or they didn't really kind of elaborate on that. I think it has a huge ribbon of B2B that's involved with it. Yeah, I would that's I would wager to believe there was something that went on with that because I know that they yeah. they uh were big on that. And I can't and I don't remember how to pronounce their last name, so I apologize for anyone, but you can definitely catch the press release out there on uh, competitionplus.com or dragzine or any of our other partners websites uh for for that but yeah it's a husband and wife and they were uh i, I want to say that it's pr- it pronounced maynard but i i said that to someone and they kind of gave me a raised eyebrow so i may be pronouncing it wrong yeah they uh, sponsored leah this year though like they've been around like so yes yes they, they have had some not really some a new and outs sponsorship no it's more of a no expanded sponsorship i guess but how do we get – I mean, let's, let's take a look at this here from the super team side. John Forrest had to take a step back. DSR is taking a step back, right? We're getting more individualized, competitive teams mm-hmm. right now. I, I, mean, I personally – I had this conversation actually with, with a good friend of mine, and I think it's great. I really do. I do too. I don't necessarily think the mega teams are really great for the sport. Can you have a couple cars? Yeah. I'm not saying, I mean, however you get there, whatever. But I really do think the single car and two car thing is much better because there's more for the more pieces of the pie to go around for other things and other opportunities. And I just think it's good. I I really do. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but We'll see. But yeah, it, it's interesting. This case. There were so many mega teams and then all of a sudden there was just like none. So it'll be interesting. Wow. Well, I mean, we, we're, we're not going to, we're not going to downplay the mega team when it comes to, when it comes to Connie Coletta and, and JFR, no. right? Yeah. Because right, right now, if you, I mean, let, let's be, let's be honest. JFR's got two funny cars. Connie Coletta's got one funny car and two top fuel dragsters. Mm-hmm. So right now, Connie Coletta is your mega team in the top fuel ranks, and Schumacher or John, I'm sorry, John Forrest JFR would be your mega team in the funny car ranks. 
And of course, elite would be your mega team and pro stock. Right. Um, I'm okay with that though. But, but because it's, it's yeah, a couple I, cars, like it, if they want to add more, that's fine too. Like, I'm not saying I think it's horrible. I, I look at it on a opportunity side for other teams for sponsorship wise and for driver wise, you know, it's just more people to be employed that, don't have to say maybe move to Ypsilanti or, you know, they could be based out of wherever right. they want because they own the team. Right. Um, right. But aside from that, I mean, how, like, how, again, however you get there, good for you, man. If, if Don, Connie, John, any of those dudes want my number, you give it to them. Cause I ain't going to say no, but you know, if that doesn't, I mean, I, again, it's however you get there. It's awesome. But I think it's cool to see. I hate to see people, downsizing but i also think it's good on like i said the the oh. opportunity wise for other single car teams well and i i think you're gonna see some growth from that standpoint in you know not too long ago when we first started the show we had the conversations early on about nascar and the charter system and did we you know how they split up the tv revenue money and so forth amongst the lower end teams <clears throat> and so uh, that marketing package had more value on the NASCAR side. And, you know, we talked about, well, would something like that work in NHRA? Well, you can see right now that economics has, has played its course in, in our sport of drag racing uh, with, with handling of sponsors and the mega teams and so forth as they they maneuver around and sponsors either leave the sport, team owners downsize, whatever the case may be, we're seeing that happen over here. Now, we're happy about the fact that we're getting rid of the mega teams from the marketing side because we can see more opportunities uh, and you're not getting the teams to suck up underneath an umbrella because they can offer them more for less. Right. And that's, to get that's why. The car. That's why I right. say that because, yeah. you know, if you're, if, I mean, let's be honest, if you're somebody that wants to spend $3 million, are you going to go with Steve Torrance or are you going to go with Cameron Frey? Probably go with Steve. Cause I mean, they have a better track record than I do. Right. right. Or DSR or what, whatever it is. Yep. I mean, just because, Hey, like, I mean, right. They can give you more for that. They can give you right. more for that ROI and they've got their positioning and their spots based on that for funding. Speaking of that, I think that also goes into, you know, if you start looking at the world of outlaws, what's going on over there, you start looking at some of the IndyCar stuff, the F1, there is, there is a lot going on right now, economically speaking, on every racing association front for the teams that i'm i'm very i'm excited i know it's you know we're we're all we're almost done right we're almost to november 1st uh, we've had some silly seasons we've had some announcements uh you know we've had some nascar stuff there's some nascar drivers that are without rides right now uh charters that people thought certain individuals had they don't have that's coming out back on the on the media side and all of these things are impacting sponsorship and marketing opportunities. And so I'm very, uh, very excited to hear how it's going to go between now and January 1st and more so now and January 31st, as we get close to preseason testing for an HRA, we get close to Daytona for NASCAR. Uh, we get, you know, speed weeks for uh, World of Outlaws and late models and everything that's going on down in Florida. Um, the F1 series, I mean, there's a lot going on marketing wise, uh, TV contract renewals, things of this nature that are going on. It's, um, it's, a, it's a busy time. It is a busy time with a lot of moving pieces. And I, all, I can, all I can say is I hope you got a chair when the music stops. That's I think that's the biggest thing uh, right now. So we'll just have to uh, we'll have to wait and see with that. But I don't I don't I would be remiss if I did not bring up uh, the fact of the Torrance family uh, making the announcement uh, at Bristol about Toyota coming on and being part of their program uh, from the engineering side 
uh, which sounds like that's a lot. That's going to be like some, I, I think it's probably vehicle support for at the racetrack. And then I feel like there's going to be uh, their, their TRD guys that are there for the racetrack uh, surfaces and weather and so forth that they can get. I mean, like, honestly, like really like Lagana needs, right. Hogan, they, they, they need somebody else to help them make them smarter, make those guys smarter about the racetrack surface. Really? I, I, that, I mean, come on guys. They've been kicking everybody's tail without that, that little bit of uh, extra <laughs> added incentive. So I, don't, I mean, I don't really know if Hogan and, uh, and Lagana need it, but I mean, it's great for them to, to be involved and hopefully that'll, maybe that'll tra- transition over into their, ca- their Capco company uh, for a global side for buying equipment and so forth and vehicles to help support Capco. So there might be some tie in there. Yeah, I did. I talked good to, for business. Yeah, I actually talked to Steve a little bit about it. Um, and um, there's there's more to that than, than meets the eye. And it's it's actually really cool. So um, I mean, it's not my place to talk about it, but um, but no, there's business stuff beyond beyond that. So, I mean, it's, I think it's a great, great thing that, uh, that the Torrance family is doing with Toyota. So, um, kudos to them for making that announcement, which is really cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's, uh, let's jump back here out of the past and into the future and let's, uh, let's have a little conversation about what's been breaking the, the social media site. This is a Thursday that we are recording as our show will go back to continuing to its regular spot of dropping on a Saturday. But today, social media broke over something that happened last night at a drag race. Uh, I don't know. I, you might have heard of it. Some people out there, they, they call it the OG million, million dollar race that's moved from Montgomery down to South Georgia Motorsports Park in Valdosta, Georgia. Um, which is slowly becoming near and dear to my heart. <laughs> but there was a, uh, a little bit of an issue incident. Um, uh, let's just say a, uh, a momentary lapse in adequate discretion uh, that took place last night during one of the million or one of the uh, $50,000 races in the rounds. And uh, did you uh, did you uh, happen to see that and keep up with that one, Cam? I did see. I didn't see it live, but I did see the after effects of uh, what you're talking about. Um, and uh, come any, on, jump my, off in there. Let's go. My my opinion is I don't think it was right by any means. Now, um, anytime anytime you use your race car as said weapon. Um, to instill harm on somebody, that's, that's a pretty serious no-no in my book. I mean, it's, it's one thing to get in an altercation with somebody or whatever, but when you're trying to maybe wreck somebody, um, now I know what Don's going to say, oh, well, everybody, you know, oh, don't be like, trying to take my thunder. Oh, say, whoa, look at, no, look at other I, forms I, of motorsports, but hey. I don't, I know I'm here to tell you. I don't care what form of motorsport it is. You don't use your car as your weapon of choice. I don't think that's right. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of safety. There's a lot of, I mean, if something bad, ha- like sure it was, I mean, obviously this person didn't like T-bone the other car, but what, what if in the midst of doing what he did and swerved right. at him or whatever, what if he broke an axle or broke a tie rod and then all of a sudden did, plow into this guy and seriously hurt him. That's not good. I mean, you want to talk, I mean, look, accidents do happen. Like look at the, a couple of weeks ago, was it that that one girl, she, her car broke or something and they sent some other cars down the track and the, and they had no lights or something at the end of the track and unfortunately plowed in and thank God she got out of the car, you know, and plowed in. I mean, accidents do happen. So if you put, if you put others in danger, trying to be a jerk and whatever. Mm, I, I don't, I don't buy that. I don't play that. If you have a problem with somebody do it in different ways. And Don's looking like a slippery little serpent over here. Is that, is that where you're going to, is that where you're going to stop at? 
Is that professor per, professor Foray? Is that the end of your? I, is that the end? Of yeah, your I guess because you're like you're bouncing in a chair like a like a little. Oh, I'm so. I'm waiting. All right, so I, it's interesting. It is interesting that you took the approach that no form of motorsports should use their vehicle as a weapon. You being a supercross guy that without a shadow of a doubt, I don't think taking out a supercross is right either. You, but you like it and not you really. love it. No, I don't. Oh, I okay. do not. All right. I, okay. All right. I'll let you make your stance then. But I know people, uh, but I do know people that do like it and I don't think it's right because you can okay. really hurt somebody on a motorcycle really yep. bad. Like you could take their knee out and ruin their career. Yep, that's, absolutely. That's, that's BS. I don't think that's cool. All right. Okay. No. I okay. So I don't care if they cut it, you off or cross road as you or whatever, but you go and take somebody's knee out and ruin their career just because you're pissed off. Nah. Okay. All right. We'll take the high road with that. But that being said, the sanctioning bodies promote it. Uh, and I don't think that's right either. We promote it. It's TV ratings. We're selling shirts. We are spooling up Twitter. We are we are we are making memes left and right about happy off season. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, so my whole thing is okay. Why is it okay in NASCAR? We've got Chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick. They've been going at it for weeks now. Weeks. Now, should it have been nipped in the bud a long time ago? Yeah, probably. But at the same time, when you're promoting it, it's making the TV promo. It's being brought up on social media. It's getting its own hashtag. We're selling T-shirts. It's hard for you to backpedal at that point and take a different stance. Because at what point do your ethics get involved with financial sense? At some point, they have to meet, and one has to take the lead. Now, what happened down in South Georgia? No, that's not cool. It's not at all, period. And, and you and I have had a conversation about me having an issue with someone, and I wanted to do something like that, but we, I waited till we got to the turnoff. And off the racetrack, that's what you would do. Using a race car, Chase and Kevin and everybody, and, and applauding them and making money off of it is not the right thing. Okay? Do we do it because it allows for an, for an intensity factor? Well, yes. It's no different than NFL football. It's no different than when we had pitchers and they were throwing at the heads of batters and that we'd have bench clearing brawls, right? It, it's good for ratings and it's going to make, it's going to make the highlight reel and it's going to put butts in the seats and it's going to bring a raised median value to whatever sanctioning body it is. It is extremely tough. It's a very fine line. But there is the spot where ethics and financial responsibility come together and you have to have that conversation. And that has to be your compass. If you want to say it's your moral compass, I'm good with that. We can roll that. We can go. I'll help you carry it. We'll go with moral compass. However, it's never going to stop. It just needs to be smarter. That what happened on the racetrack in South Georgia was not smarter. Kevin Harvick plowing himself into the barrels at the Roval, not smart, right? The, I mean, the, it, it, you can get hurt, right? You can die. You can tear up a lot of financial. I, I'm sure that's why NASCAR has stepped in and told the two knuckleheads to stop because they are costing the team owners and the sport money financially. So, um, yeah, no, I'm not for it at all, but there was every time it happens, I promise you, it is a lack of mental discretion at that moment and it's anger and rage. And that's what it is. It always will be. It always will be. J.R. Todd, Cruz Pendergon, Cameron Frey, Steve Torrance. 
the Gray family and elite. It's always going to be Pendergon and Force. It's always going to Doug Herbert and Clay Milliken. Uh, Dale Earnhardt. Freeman, in, Freeman and Hart. Freeman and Hart. You're <laughs> going to have these disagreements and they're going to happen. All right. We're all adults. We all have different levels of what we consider mutual respect as human beings. And that's where we get a little, we get a little crossed up and, the, and we lose sight of the mutual respect aspect. You don't have to like me. And we can be good. And you can probably get away with saying a couple things that are probably sideways and they'll probably yeah, they'll, they'll slide by. And then you're going to get to a word or a phrase and that's not going to slide by. And that's kind of where certain incident happened in Texas. And that's where it got to. Uh, no different with Alex Laughlin and Tanner Gray. I, I mean, these things are going to happen, right? We're human. We're adults. We're freaking warriors. We are angry. We are amped up. We are ready to go to combat to win. And it's tough sometimes. Last night, failure of proper decision-making is what happened. Some failure in decision-making has taken place in NASCAR. And as much as we want to applaud it, and it's good for ratings and excitement, there still comes the line of ethics and financial responsibility and it's really tough. I mean, I don't you know, know what ha- I mean, maybe there was a beef before the round even happened. I don't even I don't personally know the two at all. Um, but I just read the comments online said it was squashed or whatever. There was apologies, whatever. I I don't know. But at the end of the day, I don't believe in I mean, yeah, you can have an argument with somebody, you can get in a fist fight with somebody, you whatever, like it's all fun and games until somebody either dies or uh, goes to the hospital. Yeah. I mean that there's a, there's a, yeah. There's that. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, and that's, and so I guess that would be the next level that I think we would have to have a discussion about. Like, you know, when Chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick had their dispute, they, from the audio that has been released, it was extremely mature. There wasn't some curse words that were being flown, right? That, and I'm sorry, I don't know anybody on the face of the earth that can stand anywhere and let an individual belligerently go swearing at them for a good five to eight minutes and they're not their blood pressure is not going to boil up and we're and we're going to we're going we're going to get somewhere. We're going to start moving some furniture around. Uh I don't know anybody. And there's been these other issues with other individuals where that's where that takes off at. And uh, you just got to understand you can't talk to people that way. I mean, you can. Yeah, I mean, you totally can. It don't make it right and you got to be prepared to accept the consequences for popping off that way i mean that's just really what it boils down to a lack of mutual respect but last night i you know i don't know what the backstory is uh, of whether there was some issues beforehand during after well we definitely know there was after uh but you know i i think i think the big thing is we're not crucifying chase elliott and kevin harvick you know, I saw on there people were going, oh, there's no place for this. He should be packing his stuff up and should be banned. Tell him to go sit at the house for three years. Take his license away. Guys, they didn't take Chase Elliott's license away. They didn't take Kevin Harvick's license away. They didn't take Kyle Bush's license away. And they make a whole heck of a lot more money than what two bracket racers are doing down in South Georgia. So let's. Let's go ahead and let, let's try to find some perspective. Was it wrong? Yeah. Yep. Did, should, should he apologize? Yes, he has. Beyond that, come on, guys. You, 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 come on. You, you'd be excited if, they, if NHRA showed the KB team and the Quadra team rolling around in the pits on, on TV, and you'd be, you'd be going, oh, my Lord, look at that. And you wouldn't be saying you should be taking all their license either. So, uh, 
yeah, I, I think, I think you got to have some perspective about it. Um, and if, and if you don't think that that's the way it is and you've got a different opinion, by all means, hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com is still active. Fill the inbox up. I got nothing to do next week because I'm going to be doing some medical stuff. I will read through them and respond. You, now, there may, be some, there may be some of that medication involved in there, and you might not like the response. But remember, you hit send first. You sent it to me first. So just remember that. But, uh, no, that's just where I'm at with it. And uh, hopefully everybody can uh, have a little bit better perspective on that. Yeah. No, I, it's unfortunate that we have to talk about things like that, you know, but whatever. That's racing. It is. It is. It most certainly is. Man, we can't, uh, we can't, it, it's part of it. It's no different. Football, nope. at, we're athletics, we're competing, we're competitive. It's going to happen. Okay. Of course. Absolutely. It's happen. Yep. But, well, Cam, I don't really have anything else to take this. Sh- I mean, it's our first show back. We shouldn't like knock out eight weeks in in, <laughs> one, in a one hour show. But I, I mean, I did. There were some highlights there that I wanted to touch on uh, that I think were pretty important. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to Greg Anderson, obviously becoming the the winningest pro stock driver. Um, huge congratulations to to the KB team and Greg um, over there doing it their own way. So, uh, uh, congratulations to him. But uh, beyond that right now, I'm ready to see what transpires in the next four weeks between Vegas, SEMA, and Pomona, uh, how some divisional races shake out, how NASCAR shakes out. If young money is going to be standing up there, his wife's going to be shotgunning beers in victory lane, holding the, holding the NASCAR cup, baby. Hey, well, you I better believe see. if I went around, my wife will be shotgunning beers in the pit. So come on by, come on by. You heard it here first folks. Angie will be shotgunning beers. They'll probably be those little near beers that she'll be at. Cause I mean, she only weighs like 80 pounds, so we can't have her, can't have her too intoxicated. She <laughs> might fall shot- out of the back of the VW truck. Yeah. She'll be shotgunning glasses of wine. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Well, folks, thanks for having us back for our first show. We promise we will not just be ghosting everybody, uh, but perhaps you will tune in on a more regular basis as we become more regular on your weekly schedule. And uh, with that being said, Cam, I'm going to wish you good luck. Because aren't you going to do a little, aren't you going to do a little racing this weekend? Are you going to, are you taking the 90 car out this weekend? Uh, no, you said no, uh, no, uh, no. Okay. Okay. No, there is no, there's okay. ba- Bakersfield this weekend. Hot Rod reunion. Ah, I ah, might go just to swing by, but Angie will be back in the car um, at the divisional in Vegas. Cause unfortunately we couldn't get her into the national. Well, there you Cause go. all y'all there East coasters well, are trying to win championships. So she full got to chase them. You only get one chance. You there only you get go. one shot. If you can get within it, you got to go. You got to go. You got to give it a swing. Take a swing. All right, Camp. Well, folks, racersandrentalcars.com. Go buy a T-shirt. Go buy a hoodie. Hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. Send us your questions, comments, feedback, uh, memes. If you, you think you're going to make up some good memes for us, uh, I do I do enjoy those. Those make me laugh a little bit. So uh, send those out to us. Please let your friends family and loved ones know that we are back on a weekly basis to take you through the end of 2021 into trade show and looking forward to 2022 with that cam i'm done dude you got anything to close this fire dumpster out uh no you pretty much nailed it um thank you guys for all the support out there uh, when i see you and and uh get your messages we really appreciate it and yeah Go buy a shirt, a hat, something like that, whatever you want to do. If not, don't buy it. Whatever. We get it. We understand. People don't forget, though. No. no, we, Just remember that. No, we don't understand. Go, go, buy, go buy a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to get a presenting sponsor for our podcast. Uh, we're, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're, doing, we're doing generic shout-outs. That's, uh, the g- generic shout-outs were presented by Oh Snap Pickles, High Noon uh, Sunsips, uh, diamond pistons. Light. 
<laughs> PDS. <laughs> yeah. We, we got them all in here. We're throwing them in there. NGK, everybody. But no, absolutely. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy it. Stay warm. Enjoy the fall season change. Watch some racing. Support your local racetrack if you possibly can. And we will be back next week. Later. See ya. Let's put it up for the weekend. Whoa.